Welcome to the city's backyard with Matt, the Z-Man Zako, a podcast that interviews all walks of life from their own backyard. The city's backyard starts now. We are in the backyard of Milford, Connecticut, with a recurring guest at this point. It's Steve Cooper, who is not the executive producer, but the executive director of the Milford Performance Center. Correct, Steve? Yeah, sort of the buck stops here. <laughs> well, listen, this has uh, been awesome teaming up with you, uh, doing these drive-in concerts. And as people are listening to this right now, you know, we are in front of the awesome stage, which is a trailer that you have here uh, in the parking lot. And uh, tonight's show is no quarter. What are we, more than halfway through the series? Let's see. Um, for the spring series, this would be show number ten out of fifteen. Wow! And and how would you say the series has been going? It's been awesome. I, I almost hang on a second. <laughs> no rain. <laughs> That's right. Rain you was know. always a concern, especially when you started these shows early. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, in the fall, it was more um, the uh, the temperature. And for the spring, I was worried about, you know, the possibility of rain. And so far, so good. I don't think you've had to postpone one show. No, not yet, but hang on. (laughs) I'm not superstitious, (laughs) but I will knock on wood. You can hear that knock, that's for sure. I can hear it in my headphones. (laughs) So, all right, we're we're not going to knock on wood anymore. Yeah, there you go. But uh, So let's talk about, you know, no quarter. We're going to talk to the Jimmy Page, Brian, uh, coming up after this segment. But, um, you know, I saw Aerosmith, the the, uh, Aerosmith, or, or Last Child, I should say, the Aerosmith Experience, and... You had said, you know, Steven Tyler hires them, and they were phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, he has he has him down. He has Steven down pat. He looks the part, sounds the part. Um, what more can you ask? Yeah, that was, a, that was a lot of fun. But going forward, let's talk about the upcoming shows. Sure. So No Quarter tonight. Of course, by the time people hear this, No Quarter will have played. Yep. And, I, you know, originally we were going to maybe do a, a live to Memorex remote towards the end of the series. And then I thought about it. I said, well, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense because then we have nothing left to talk about, really. Right. <laughs> so why don't you give us the rest of the lineup for the, for the summer? Oh, you can make me do this from memory, huh? Okay. Let's see. So tomorrow night we do have um, a Doors tribute, um, Riders on the Storm. They've been around for Which will a be long Sunday time. night. That's, uh, that's Saturday, Saturday night. night. Right. That is Saturday night. Yeah, today is still Friday. Right. Um, and then uh, we've got a week off, uh, Memorial Day weekend and, and all. And then uh, the following week we have a, an 80s glam band called Mullet. That um, right now, I think they were, last I looked, one ticket away from a sellout. Wow. Um, and the next night after that is all is probably about 10 seats away from a sellout, and that's the Connecticut All-Star. Dead. Yeah, the Dead, the dead Show. I mean, that's a great show. I mean, you've got people from Terrapin and, Terrapin and Stella Blues and... Um, Oh, Shakedown like, Street. Shakedown, yes, thank you. Shakedown. And, and a number of others, too. Uh, some other special guests. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but Crisco. He, he's a sax player, played with um, the Rolling Stones and numerous other you, you've, you know, big you, acts. You've added some, um, a new show uh, that 
that I think we should talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So the week after those two shows is uh, our closing weekend, and Bobby T and the Name Droppers, uh, one of which is Scott Spray, and Bobby T, the drummer, is in the Drummer Hall of Fame. Bobby T and Scott Spray are both in the uh they were with with johnny winter oh wow and uh they have grammys and i mean it's just you know a, a phenomenal that's a more bluesy blues rock you know yeah but, but talented talented musicians i like the variety and i don't want to go backwards but i do for one second i want to mention christine Ullman, who i actually uh came and saw and she's going to be on the podcast coming up to promote her show up at uh mystic and the ridgefield playhouse nice she, so she's got quite a schedule Good. and we didn't get her on in the beginning because um we had you on because we really just wanted to hit all the bands but i just want to say that was an excellent show and you were right she was excellent with Thank liberty you. devita well liberty and and the slim kings i mean two talent really really talented young artists that um just phenomenal the final show uh and then i'm just gonna ask you yeah. one more thing because i know you got to get going yeah but um the peter gabriel pink floyd duo uh combination there so the two separate bands they are uh made up of some of the same artists but it's two unique sounds that are just amazing and the multimedia show i mean you know our 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 lighting guy Rob is, you know, phenomenal with with all the multimedia for all the shows, but the one for Pink Floyd is special. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be a blast, and that's called the American Pink Floyd. American Pink Floyd. Okay, and as we wrap up the quick little bonus podcast that we like to do with you in front of the stage here at the Drive-In Concert Series. Um, how does it feel to be one of the pioneers in the country, you know, coming out with these outdoor concerts? I mean, you know, kudos to you. And, and you know, you, you don't take full credit. You said there's other people involved, sure. but you're definitely one of the pioneers. Um, it was um, in the beginning, it was a little difficult because I had to, you know, jump through the hoops and and walk through the burning coals. But like today, I actually had a wonderful conversation with um one of the uh, guys that was my liaison with the Board of Health, and everything has gone so swimmingly well that he was, like, so pleased. It's, like, almost whatever we need to do at this point. Yeah, we should um, mention that we actually had moved the shows, or you had, um, while you're on the subject, and it actually has become... Uh I think almost an advantage. The shows originally were in front of the old Sears parking lot, and now they're in the back. And, and yeah. I actually think I like them better in a way. This was my first choice, and the mall wanted me to be in the front. And then we just got so comfortable. It was more... The, the front was a little more intimate, I would say. Um, but this is um, more like... Um, if it wasn't a parking lot and it was a field, it would just feel more like a festival feel, a real party feel. I mean, the people just by the end of the night for every show are just going wild and can't get enough. It's funny that you say that, Steve, because honestly, <laughs> I hate to I hate to disagree with you, but I actually consider it a little more intimate in a positive way in the back. I feel like it's um, more of, of a, uh, you know, uh, just... I think it's better, is my point, because I feel like you know you're 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 closer into the stage as opposed because you're like sort of looking up as opposed to looking down at the stage. Right. So, but 
but either way, they were great, whether you're in front or in the back, you know? It, it, it's worked out. I mean, are there changes? Here goes an airplane. <laughs> live, live podcast. Live, live podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if, if there are things that if I were to do it again, I would make some tweaking, but nothing wildly crazy. This is really under control in here yeah i'm working on another project not because of covid just because that may give me an inside outside opportunity which we'll discuss at another time yeah yeah because um, uh but um it, it's been fun i uh, i'm looking forward to um to to our the rest of our shows because every one of them is just like aces um, and then I need a rest, and I haven't seen my mom since the beginning of COVID. Wow. She turned 90, so oh boy. time to go to L.A. and oh. uh, spend a little bit of time, you know? Well, listen, Steve, it was great to team up with you in the city's backyard, the the uh, Milford Performance Center drive-in concert series, which you've been in charge of, and I've been to a lot of the shows, and I just got to say, I think it, uh, I think it's been great for people, for morale. Uh, a lot of people have gotten a lot of joy coming here. So you're you're a nonprofit going forward into the fall. You think the shows may be inside? Um, yeah, that's actually a good lead-in because I'll, I'll, although we've got great shows, you know, coming up, um, everything from Motown to. Uh, Peter Noon and Herman's Hermits, I mean, and some other big names in comedy and everything. But on 9-11, a very special concert, it is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Right. And um, I will be doing a multimedia presentation of images that I created at Ground Zero during the cleanup and of all the banners. And the Lords of 52nd Street, which is Billy... Uh, Billy's original Billy Joel Billy Joel's original band uh, with Liberty DeVito and Richie Canada and Russell Javers yeah, of course. are going to play which makes sense he's a New York guy yeah so they are going to actually play background music to the slideshow which is perfect because he had all those shows cancelled at the garden right yeah so alright well thanks for uh, being on the podcast and uh, we're going to uh, take a quick break Steve Cooper from the Milford Performance Center where we are right now stay tuned we're going to talk to No Quarter the Zeppelin tribute coming up next the drive-in concert series returns to Milford Performance Center for another year of great outdoor music and fun in front of the old Sears parking lot in the Connecticut Post Mall tickets on sale now for awesome tribute bands like No Quarter the Zeppelin Tribute Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars and the American Pink Floyd Show for tickets and upcoming shows log on to MilfordPerformanceCenter.org We are in the backyard with our next guest, Brian Christensen, who is the Jimmy Page of the Led Zeppelin tribute band called No Quarter. And as you're hearing this podcast, we are right in front of the stage. And uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about where No Quarter is from? You guys flew in from the West Coast, is it? Yes, yes, yes. Um, Thanks for having us on the podcast first. You know, and yeah, we're we're from, we're based out of Seattle, Washington. Uh, The singer and uh, bass player came in from L.A., so best, yeah, definitely north and southwest, <laughs> you know, coming in. There's so. there's a lot of Led Zeppelin tribute bands out there, but uh, I yes. hear you are, like, honestly, from the, what was it, the producer of uh, Paul McCartney uh, said you guys are the best in the world, he oh, thought. Oh, Dennis, yeah, 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 
Yeah, he 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 actually hated tribute bands, and so we sent him. Um, we gave him a phone call and said, "I want you." I called him up and said, "I want you to come out and see my band." And I think he was just blown away that I actually rang him. Yeah, and was curious enough. So we flew him out to Seattle for a show, and then he wound. Now he's our manager. Oh, he's your manager yeah. now. Wow, yeah. how so cool is that? So we you're won over him. So what's his last name? Dennis D'Amico. Oh, and he was he was Paul McCartney's Exec- executive producer executive. for Paul McCartney when uh, uh, Paul McCartney did a bunch of classical music, and Dennis was always in the studios doing all the arrangements and working with him, and he was his executive producer. How long has he been with you guys? Oh, geez, uh, four or five years now. Wow. Yeah. And and so how long has No Quarter been around? Uh, I started the band in '98. I saw a Page and Plant concert, and uh, ironically, they did uh, they did no quarter, and um, they did no quarter, and it was I want to beep out the cart, you've the go cart with the golf clubs. <laughs> you've got crazy fans already. already we haven't yeah. even started. They're, they're going to storm the stage. That was awesome. Yeah, you get a lot of characters that at these kind of drive-in shows. Yeah. But so, um, yeah, he. he um, what was your question? I completely lost. No, I was just I saying. Totally how how long has No Quarter been around? Your your, oh, your manager's been with you five years, so that's yeah. quite a long time. Yeah. So that's what close to twenty, 20 something over to, twenty years. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of tribute bands, you know, they when they're when they're good and solid, they have a lot of longevity. And honestly, this is going to be my first time seeing you guys. I mean, oh, I've cool. I've seen Black Dog. They're an excellent Zeppelin yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, they're out of Jersey. We had mm-hmm. them on the podcast. Um, I know there's one called Cashmere. I know there's yeah. There's, back in the day, I saw a Physical Graffiti. I don't even think they're around. There's a Physical Graffiti band. There was another band I think called Presence. Uh, yeah, there's a female tribute band called Les Zeppelin. Yeah, I've seen they're, them. They're, they're they're great. Um, uh, Zepparella is another one. I remember uh, they're, they're another great band. I, it's just neat. Anybody that's doing this, that's going to try and copy Zeppelin, I, hats off to them. Yeah. You know, but that's you, great. I like the name No Quarter because back in the day when I did nights on radio before it became voice tracked, yeah. um, I was live and I had a show called Out of the Lead Into the Pink and it was all Led Zeppelin nice. and Pink Floyd. Oh, and yeah. No Quarter Into Like Pigs was just an awesome mix late night. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. yeah. All, all, all the stoners would be listening yeah. late night, you know. But uh, And then back in the day when I did radio up in Syracuse where I went to college, uh, the signal went all the way to Kingston, Ontario from Syracuse. And I would get these Canadians that would call me at 2 a.m. I had a feature called Matt's Six Pack, naturally I'm Matt. And, uh, and they would say, hey, like every other night. Hey, well, every other weekend because I did weekend overnights. They would say, hey, Matt, can you do a, a six pack featuring Led Zeppelin, eh? Yeah. You know? And it was just like nonstop. <laughs> whole lot of love, eh? <laughs> exactly. So speaking of a whole lot of love, why don't you just uh, clue us in on what what songs, you know, the fans of Zeppelin, when they come to see you, can expect to hear? Oh, great question. Um, it's 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 open to all the fans. That's the cool thing. Even the newer generations. Like, uh, there's fans now that they're like, oh, my God, they're doing the song that was in Thor, you know, because we're doing Immigrant Song. And so they're, they may not be really grew up with Led Zeppelin, but they're just getting weaned on it, so to speak, because of, like, the Marvel movies. So yeah. we definitely do cue in on that. Um, a lot of the studio cuts and then the deeper live cuts because, you know, we're on the East Coast. You know, we're not too far from New York City where the Garden, you know, movie took place. City's backyard. Exactly. So, you know, we do, we cover quite a bit from Song Remains, the same film. 
So. Yeah, I, I I love um, some of the songs I hear when I'm walking around. When the levee breaks is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. You know the the radio, the ones that got radio airplay, all my love. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like you said, immigrant song, black dog, all those songs. But uh, you know, ten years gone. Can we expect to maybe hear that? We're not doing that yet. Okay, that's a, t- a disappointment. No, we're not. I'm oh, sorry, but we're not we're not doing that just yet. But we are covering some tunes off of physical graffiti, R- like tonight. such as uh, trampled under. Oh, good song. Oh, yeah. Um, And then there's, what, The Ocean and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely be covering that tonight. And, yes. and so, how long? Um, how long are your encores? What do you usually do? Like three, three songs, two songs? Uh, either three songs or a good long one. What you about it? Like songs? Is, is communication breakdown a, a encore song? We've done that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, communication breakdown is not far from it. Good times, bad times is another one. Um, you know what song I never really got into? Actually, as a Zeppelin fan, I never really got into. Uh, Moby Dick. Never got into that song. Oh, uh, what are you here tonight? <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna play. <laughs> oh well, yeah, good. maybe yeah. you'll change my mind about that song. There's uh, something about watching him, John Bonham, play it. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to see it. Okay. When you're listening to it on the album, I mean, even as a musician who's in a band of Led Zeppelin, I grew up with Zeppelin, and I'd listen to the studio version. But when you see him play it, it's it's way different. One of, one of the my way he plays. One of my favorites. Nobody's fault but mine. And babe, I'm gonna leave you. Oh yeah, yeah. Classics. Yeah. Both are classics. Now, babe, I'm gonna leave you. It was always like that that ultimate breakup song with that hot oh, girl yeah. that yeah. like either broke up with you or cheated on oh, you. Yeah, or... yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so so those are all great songs. And then how many more times? And then <laughs> yeah, what a you... lot of down stuff on the women. <laughs> yeah, I mean Robert Plant must have had a lot of he a lot of chicks back time. in the yeah, day. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Ten years gone is another one. That's about a girlfriend. Gave me the ultimatum. I think. So, oh, is it? Yeah, I, ultimatum on music. Me or the music? Oh, yeah. And I, I, I guess he picked the music. I think he chose wisely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely don't let uh, women rule your life when it comes to writing music and, and either, being either side. You know, you don't have you don't have someone your spouse or your significant other telling you your dreams. Yeah, you live your own dreams. So, man. so why don't you uh, run down the the band members so uh, okay. we can, you know, our John her. Bonham is Nathan Carroll. Our Robert Plant is August Young. Our uh, his name is Joel, and his stage name is John Paul Joel. So it's kind of a cool. <laughs> As yeah. opposed to John and Paul Jones. He's our Jonesy, you know, in it. Uh, myself, Brian Christensen, doing Jimmy Page. Now, do you, Brian, do you have the what is it the the dual guitar, the double neck, the double neck guitar that Jimmy Page? Are yes. you going to bring that out tonight? Yes. Now, at least twice. At least twice. Awesome. Now, you, a lot of tribute bands, you know, some of them dress up like Zeppelin and mm-hmm. or or any band, you know, sure. uh, Tom Petty, but some don't. And I find that, you know, I can go either way. It doesn't matter as long as it sounds good. So what what's the deal with you guys? Well, the, the most important thing is the music. Right. It's got to sound like Led Zeppelin. We got to have that in place. And then the second part is we should look like them. If you're doing a tribute to Led Zeppelin, in my opinion, that's just my opinion for what it's worth, you should... You you should do the part of the the character of who you are um you know if you go see a beatles tribute band you're expecting to see john paul george and ringo and if you don't you see five or six guys doing the beatles it's there's they may sound great but it's not the same yeah so we emulate what it's like to see led zeppelin live that's cool and you know you got the hairstyle you definitely look like a rocker dude did you uh, always know that you were going to be uh, in in a Zeppelin tribute band? I mean, you formed it. So, yeah. you know, what made you... I mean, obviously, you have to be a Zeppelin fan to I, form I a tribute fanatic band. fanatic on Led Zeppelin. I mean, I grew up on Kiss, and then I heard uh, my brother put on Heartbreaker for me, and I just fell off at the solo. And I'm like, that's it. I'm in. I'm in baptized into Zeppelinism, you know? And um, I saw the song remains the same, 
when it came around in the theaters. And I just like, man, this is what I want to do. Nice. And I just, it's weird because you tell yourself that and then it just starts to material. If you tell it, you know, what you confess, you possess. And, you and, know? and, and what's, what's the uh, website or the tour schedule? So, you know, when people are hearing this podcast, you will have already played at the Milford Drive-In Concert Series, which, uh, you know, Steve um, Cooper's done a great job with. It's changed around a bit, but it's uh, no, quarter, um, no Quarter Legacy Band. Dot com. Uh-huh. Uh, we're on our Facebook page, No Quarter, uh, you know, a tribute to Led Zeppelin's legacy. Now, Either one is, is, gets updated, so. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, you know, I know we got to wrap it up because you got to get ready for the show and they got a sound oh, yeah, check yeah, and everything. Yeah. But you said you're from Seattle. Yes. Um, you know, with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, how, how has that been going for you? I mean, was there a period of a time lot where... A Netflix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how it went for I me. Mean, well, there was a period of time where you guys probably weren't playing out at all. And this is this we, is your main income, correct? Uh, dude, oh, man, I'll tell you. We were, we were in Florida when Corona... We, we didn't even know what it was. We, were, we came back from Australia. We were touring. We were going all over the country. And we wound up down in Florida at a big biker... Uh, a huge convention, thousands of bikes. And all of a sudden, people were talking about a coronavirus. And we thought they were talking about the alcohol and that people were getting sick. They were drinking too much. So we had no idea what was going on. And we get across the country, we're scooting across, and we wind up in Utah, and our band's in the studio, we're rehearsing. And then the day before, the mayor shut down the city, or the governor shut down the state. And we're like, what's going on? They go, it's the coronavirus. And we still didn't really, we weren't, we were so busy when you're touring, you, you know, it's a hotel, a stage and a, and a van. So you're on the go. And we didn't, we didn't know what was going on. Wow. And all of a sudden everything just stopped. So and only just, you know, in March, 2020, it right. just yanked that plug. And But going forward now, as things get better, um, how's the future look for you guys? Are you going to start playing indoor? Do you have indoor scheduled yeah. dates? Oh, yeah, yeah. We just got done doing um, Seattle, uh, well, in Bremerton, Washington. We just got done two, and back, two back-to-back shows. And it's great because, you know, we've all been cooped up for a year or more. It seems like a longer, doesn't it? But, I mean, you know, we're just sitting there doing nothing. I mean, I remember during COVID watching people packed in theaters with makeshift screens in a parking lot and drive-ins and they're watching harry potter yeah speaking of that did you guys do any virtual shows or did you just we we didn't right we just basically reformed and and just took a break from everything make sure everybody was safe make sure our families are safe and thank god they were and um when the vaccine came out we all got vaccinated right away as soon as we could and and then you know we let it take its course and it's starting to pick up. We we again that's like what's really cool is the shows are being sold out because of we're all wanting to see something. Yeah. And it's just great to be able to be a part of this to kick it off. Yeah. So I, we're honored. Yeah. And so after tonight's show, which uh, which you know will have taken place by the time a lot of people do hear this podcast, what's on deck for for next show? Oh, we're at Towton Towton Mass Towton, uh-huh. Towton Mass tomorrow. Uh huh. And then uh, flying back home. Uh-huh. Just a, this is just two two shows. We just flew out here to do a couple of shows. So, um, how, how do you feel about these drive-in concerts? You like them? I don't know. This is my first drive-in concert. Oh, is it? So really? I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, okay. I, I guess. Well, you're you're if in. There's good honking. I yeah, guess they're no. happy, or I don't know how this goes. So. No, it's pretty much sold out tonight, and oh, okay. and uh, you know you're going to love playing outside. They had Last Child, the Aerosmith experience here last nice. weekend. Good name. And, and yeah, and Steven Tyler actually hires them. But you know, it's just so interesting that your manager was you know uh, the oh. executive producer for yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah. So so that alone just you know says says a lot for you guys. But uh, again, I love the name No Quarter, which is the what the Zeppelin legacy. Is that how you build yourself? Yeah, uh, tribute to Led Zeppelin's legacy. 
Beautiful. Well, yeah. Brian Christensen, who is the Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin, uh, it, it's awesome to have you in the city's backyard. Have a great time playing tonight at the Milford Performance Center's uh, drive-in show, drive-in concert, and uh, good luck in the future with all your dates as things you know open up. Honored to be here. Thank you so much.